Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hey guys, it's Mark. And I'm Charity. And welcome to the Case Watch Podcast. Case Watch deals with content meant for a mature audience. Listener discretion is advised. Case body found in Grand Teton National Park is Gabby Petito, and she was killed. We, the jury, in the above entitled action, find the defendant, Orenthal James Simpson, not guilty of the crime of murder. Late today, Chris Watts was officially charged with the murders of his wife and his two young girls. Remember these words. If it doesn't fit, you must acquit. Charity and all the creeks. This is Wendy Durison. I just wanted to leave you a little Christmas cheer message. Please be kind. I want peace on earth for Christmas in a world where there's not one hungry child. A day of hope and faith that conquers fear and hate. All of my skin is a little more love. Merry Christmas, everyone. Merry Christmas to you and yours as well. What a beautiful voice. I think mine sounds that way, but mine's like... Yeah. Mark thinks he sounds... Like you do, Wendy. But that was beautiful. I loved it. Thank you so much. I got to thank Charity for throwing me over a cough drop. <laughs> I gave him like a whole handful of them. It's like, you need to take these because I keep muting my mic to cough. Yeah. So sorry about that, guys. But guess what? We're so close to Christmas. Can't wait. I love the thought of Christmas. I love the feeling of Christmas. I just, the second Christmas is gone, I want the, the heat back. I want sun i don't want any of that white stuff on the ground oh but this is like oh my god you should see the blanket i made you made a blanket yes oh my god it's i crocheted it but it's with this yarn that is like so thick that's what she said um (laughs) i would have never thought to hit the button there i I almost i almost (laughs) left that on the table hanging so wait a minute i left that on the table hanging uh, that's what she said it literally is like a weighted blanket. It is so warm and so cozy, and it was so worth it. Actually, Maybe I'll post a picture of it on the current page. The other page. day, I had to actually use the weighted blanket, which was so weird because I was, I woke up, she looked at me, and she's like, do I need to call an ambulance? Why, like, I was cold? so cold. Really? I was shaking, and I'm like, throw that weighted blanket on me, and she did, and it was, oh, it's like the savior. Yeah. Well, this blanket is amazeballs, just saying. It's amazing. I'm really, really proud of it. So I'm proud is, of you, Charity. This is a fun episode, Mark. I love this fun This is a episodes. Christmassy fun episode. We, we're going to have mostly fun stuff. There might, there's going to be a little more um, kind of 
traumatic things that happen on Christmas just because, you know, we have to fill people in. This is Christmas. We don't want you all to sit here and think like, oh, we're not going to talk crime because it's Christmas. No, it's Christmas time crime section. Still have to. That's right. But you know what I want to start off with? Um, I don't know. Weird history. I love weird history. There's so much weird history. It's so fun. These are one of the things I like the most. This one, I really, really liked this one. In 1952, London experienced the Great Fog. The fog was so thick that people could not even see right in front of their face. Like you couldn't see your hand in front of your face. I'm experiencing the Great Fog right now in my head. Oh, yeah. That's a little different, but I, I understand. I've been there too. It's been said that blind people stepped up to help everyone find their way home. I love this little weird history snippet. How awesome is that? That is great. Oh my God. It is so great. I know. That's awesome. I know. I thought so too. Um, Here's a good one. Well, they're all good. Um, Palisade, Nevada. It was supposed to say Nevada, right? Nevada. No, it's Nevada. Sorry, guys. Sorry if I'm insulting anyone who lives there. I I cannot physically say Nevada. Do you know how long it took me to say the town we live in correctly? Why? Because it's not supposed to be said the way we say it. I know. But so you, you got to give Nevada a break because my cousin lives there. And every time I say Nevada, he's like, uh, no, it's Nevada. All right. I can't. I, I will try. Palisade. Palisade. That I don't know what it is. <laughs> Nev- Sorry, guys. Nevada. You, you got it. Anyways, it was a very quiet town. There was almost no criminal activity and they didn't even have a police department. In 1986, the Transcontinental Railroad opened and passed directly through Palisade. The people in the town decided they needed to make their own, to make their town seem more excited to those passing through. Oh, boy. So they did what any other town would do and began to shoot, to have shootouts, bank robberies, etc. Anything that appeared Wild West-ish. Oh, my God. The U.S. Cavalry was on board, and the Native American tribes also staged battles against each other for the train goers. Some have said the town did this truly to seem more exciting, and others have said it was done as an almost F.U. to the city peeps that thought they were cool than the small town peeps. Isn't that funny? This right here is a real-life Clark's Trading Post. I love it. Yes. They this pretended. This is exactly what it is. I love it. Clark's Trading Post is awesome. Oh, my God. If you go on to the- The Wolfman. Oh, yes. The Wolfman is great. Yep. The Hobo Railroad Love up it. there is great. Love it all. See, this is what this was. This is the real life version The bears. Of it. I know. Yeah. But they literally staged it so people thought they were going through a Wild West town. I love went. it. So good. The end of summer. Actually, I like it so much you get one of these. Meow. Yes. I don't just hand those out anymore. <sighs> Thank you so much, Mark. The end of the summer in, in the early 20th century, around September 15th, Men were expected to switch out their breathable straw hats and adorn warmer, less breathable felt hats. (laughs) If you didn't switch your hat, you know, because maybe it was still really hot out, you would be horribly teased and made to feel like a loser. Loser! Wearing your straw hat still. Even worse, you could risk having your straw hat removed and stomped on. Ruining it. You're talking about this like this is something that doesn't still happen today. What do you mean? No white. After no white after Labor Day. Yeah, but you don't. Let get me tell you right on. now. I'm a huge fan of white pants. Are you really? On woman, absolutely. Okay, I just got a little. What do you? <laughs> look, Rock, I've never seen you. In a, I'm real excited. Why? Because they're see through. You sicko. I yeah. did not say that. What? Do you, why then? 
I'm a I'm a big fan of white pants and yoga pants. Okay, but why white pants, Mark? I don't know. Why are Why are you questioning me? Because they're probably because they're see through. I don't know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, he's he, guys. Come on, he, you know this. Oh, he's so such a weirdo, Charity. I know. By 1922, people were over this stupid rule, and they rioted against it, Mark. These riots went on for days, and many got injured badly. But in the end, they prevailed. Straw hats for all. What are you in jail for? <laughs> I don't want to take off my straw I'm hat. still wearing my straw hat because it's still hot out in September. This is so funny. Right? Wasn't that good? Oh, this one. In the 1930s, goldfish swallowing was quite the trend with college students. It all started. That's what she said. I'll call it a goldfish. That's fine. I'm, I'm game. Just let that marinate there for a minute. Merry Christmas, everybody. I'll be here all week. Oh, I have a cramp in my side. It all started with a Harvard freshman named, this is such, this is a good name, Loth, Lothrop Withington. Okay. Hi. That is a fantastic name. That is a oh, good one. Oh, Junior. He was Lothrop Withington Jr. Oh, boy. He swallowed a live goldfish as a stunt. Kind of like probably in the fraternity. He was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can drink that much alcohol real quick. Well, I can swallow a live goldfish. It, would it just swim around inside? Is that a stupid question? I think it would. It wouldn't die? It would die. I don't. I mean, eventually. But I don't know. Would, it, would you Would you poop it out? I don't know. Let's get a goldfish and I'll have you test it now, out. I'm not. Sw- Ew. Guys. Guys. Can somebody like help us with this? I don't want to know. What a stupid question. This, this, the stuff Charity wonders. And oh, you guys have no idea. <laughs> I, I do. That's the sad part. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, Mark. <laughs> oh, we've had some quite the off air conversations. Oh, man. Oh, and then Kristen's involved. And you're we, like, we how do we get a, to. <laughs> we should give a hangout with us at the oh, bar my, some night. Oh, oh, yeah. Give Charity some wine. It gets even worse. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. <laughs> so, anyways, this stunt um, became known, and it, this, this whole. Swallowing a live goldfish went viral with college students across the lands. They were all swallowing live goldfish for fun. The poor goldfish. What did he do to you? So basically, I I put this in the column of how do people swallow Tide Pods? I don't know because it's viral. This is like viral oh, before viral. But still. Oh, like that was like the, uh, remember the phone booth stuffing? <laughs> yeah. And that's that went funny, viral. Though. That one was good too. <laughs> I at one point. Used, uh, I, I was bet by my friend for $5 that I couldn't spray 100 sprays of that chloroseptic throat spray in my mouth. Oh, is that I, even good for you? I did the entire bottle. I was in eighth grade and I'm still living. An entire bottle? Yeah. Five Ew. bucks is five bucks. I grew up. For $5? I grew up super poor. Five bucks to an eighth grade mark was pretty darn cool. Wow. Yeah. It spent right. How much the, would, it, would it take you to do that to present day? Five bucks. I'm pretty cheap. I'm consistent. Oh, well, because it would buy you know, your candy bar that you like. Yeah, yeah. I'm or game. Somebody bar. wants to bring me to McDonald's to get me a value meal that I can't afford anymore because it's so expensive. I will eat an entire bottle of chloroseptic spray. <laughs> I, I ain't scared. Oh I do God. not recommend that anybody does yes, that. Yes, please. Listen. I was just gonna say, please put that out right now. <laughs> just because Mark, nothing happened to Mark's body, doesn't mean it would wouldn't do something to someone else's body. So let's please, 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 please. Guys, the gross stuff I eat knows no bounds. So like, trust me, my body works differently. Oh my God. My body's a wonder wall. Okay. So, oh my God. All right, guys, here's the last weird history. See the rails over there? We went off of them about 10 minutes ago. It's okay. It's a fun episode. 
Here is the last one that I have for weird history. Have you ever heard of something called choreomania? No. Or sometimes called St. Vitus's dance? No. Well, it popped up originally in medieval times and originated originated, excuse me, in Central Europe. It oxygenated. It oxygenated in Central Europe. <laughs> this dancing was rando and would invoke crowds of people. They would dance vigorously for ridiculous amounts of hours, days, sometimes weeks, or even a month. This brings like a whole new like uh, a whole new meaning to dance marathon. Right. But in dance marathons, when you're like raising money or something, you take breaks and stuff or drink water. This doesn't. You just keep – yeah, you just kick my foot. That's all I right. was like, that was soft. Yeah. <laughs> it was just keeps foot. going and going and going. Uh, wait a minute. That's what she said. <laughs> the participants would dance until they passed out of pure exhaustion. Many would even die. They would die from dancing. There had to be something else involved Oh, just wait. Here. Just wait. I, I, I'm going to go on. Okay. The authorities at the time were always on the lookout for choreomania. They almost feared it. I would assume it was awfully hard to stop a crowd of people from dancing. And then the having to help those injured passed out, or God forbid, the ones that died right there on the street. Ugh, I can't imagine that. No. June 1374. A huge outbreak took place in Germany and kept spreading from there. Those darn Germans. A full century later, later, sporadic dancing was still prevalent. In the summer of 1518, a woman named, I'm going to try my best, Fra Trophia started dancing in the street. And after a month, she had over 400 people dancing with her. 400 people. This is awesome. I love her name too. 400 people. Many of these people though, Mark, died of a heart attack. Some believe that choreomania was a curse from St. Vitus, a Christian saint from Italy. Close cousin to Ginger. (laughs) (laughs) I can't. I'm such a dip. Hence why some referred to it as St. Vitus's dance. Many people would pray not to be afflicted by the curse or pray for their loved ones to recover from the injuries they received from the so-called curse. I have some questions. I always have questions. First off, was there music accompany, <laughs> accompanying the dancing or were people just dancing around like they were possessed? Okay. This is like Forrest Gump. Right. Back when he was running across the country. Yes. Also, maybe it was a curse or possession because why would people continue doing it if they got hurt badly or even died? What if they couldn't control their bodies, Mark? I'm going to say there was a drug substance involved with this. Do you think 400 people? It has to be. Really? Have you never been to a rave? No. Well, this this is very. Have you been to a rave? No comment. This is very typical oh. of rave. Interesting. I know. I am like the international man of mystery here. You really are, Mark. You're you're very um. I've lived my life. You're very. Uh, there's so many layers to to. I'm an onion. You really are. The yeah. things that we learn about Mark on a daily basis is just. Unbelievable. In my 40 plus years of life, I've done a lot of things. What if we had a segment called Ask Mark? And, I'm, I'm and the creeps can care. send questions in. I am not the type of the person. If you guys have listened to the show for over a year, I pretty much don't care. I'll tell anybody anything. I, I'm pretty open. He's pretty open. I have to say. That's what she oh, said. All right. You know what? He's just mad that I have my own button now. So he feels like he has to push his button 
excessively. I need excessive button pushing. Yeah. I'm very jealous. Yeah. See, I'm reserved, more reserved with my button. And I'm just going to wait because you know what? I have. I still have my sticker that I haven't put on yet, which I'm, I'm excited gonna, I'm about. I'm going to try to steal it. You're not stealing my sticker. I'm going to put it away right now. Ah, guys, the sticker's gone. It's in my bag. All right, let's take a moment and thank one of our sponsors. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. And we're back. Back again. Guess who's back? Terry, tell tell the friends what's going on in your (gasps) case. I like how you just kind of like I did. slid in there like that. Uh, wait. No, oh, he had to. I mean, that one that one, that was, one needed it. I would have been the creeps would have been mad if we didn't. Do you guys listen at home and give us that's what she said when you think we're going to do you it? Know I they guarantee do. they do. They, oh, they're in their car and they're driving around and out loud they're like, "That's what she said." Of course. Yep. You have to. All right, so in between some of the fun, let's talk about a few more tragedies that happen on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve. We need to. We, we need to spread the word. We do. So the day after Christmas in 2003, an earthquake rated 6.7 on the Richter scale hit the ancient Iranian city of Bam. 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 The- you sound like you're in the Flintstones. Bam, bam. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Bong, bong, bam, bong, 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 bam. Guys, I try. Bam, bam, bong. All right, sorry about that. That's okay. The earthquake only lasted eight seconds, but the damage I know done how that feels like. was catastrophic. You're welcome. Is that what you call it? An earthquake? Look at me. That's an earthquake. Oh, I thought it was going up the hill like Jack and Jill <laughs> to catch a pail of water. Yeah. So with only in only eight seconds, it took down seventy to ninety percent of all the residential areas and killed more than twenty six thousand people in eight minutes. That's crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. I can tell you from the many years I spent on the fire department and the ambulance and stuff, things happen so fast, so quick, like there it's ridiculous. I remember just seeing massive storms years ago and water does what you you could not believe. Water can pick up and move anything. That's crazy. Just all the stuff. This is all crazy. All right, let's move forward to another one. Christmas okay. Eve, 1953, in New Zealand, around 10.30 p.m. Oh, this one's real sad. A train carrying 285 people passed over a bridge above the... Guys, I'm really going to... I'm going to butcher this, but the Wangahu, Wangahu River. Sadly, a flash flood had just come in and washed away the bridge's supports. As soon as the train crossed the bridge, it collapsed, sending it into the river. 150 people died in the crash. And for weeks after, re- rescuers were pulling mud-covered Christmas presents from the water. Oh, that's even worse. So sad. So sad. I, oh, God. Christmas Day, 2009, a plane traveling from Amsterdam to Detroit, Michigan, had an unwanted visitor aboard. This visitor was a 23-year-old Nigerian terrorist named Umar Farouk Abdulmutalab. I think I did okay with that name. I think you did pretty yeah, good. pretty good. And he was armed with a bomb in his underpants. He had a bomb in his underpants, guys. 
Wow. Passengers said they heard what sounded like a bunch of firecrackers. What they were really hearing was Umar's undie bomb malfunctioning, setting him on fire. The passengers were able to put out the fire and keep Umar down. This terrorist definitely didn't end up enjoying the holidays, but the 289 passengers and all staff were safe and able to enjoy the holidays with their loved ones, all because they were brave. Thank God. Tragedy averted. Yes. A Tasmanian man named Adrian Smiley killed a man by stabbing him outside his apartment in Devonport on Christmas Day 2012. Along with stabbing the stabbing of the man, Adrian also stabbed a woman four times. But luckily, I don't believe she died. He was arrested and charged with murder. During his trial, Adrian's lawyer said he murdered the man in self-defense during a fight. The jury believed that story to be bullshit. Oh, I like what you did there. I like it too. And sentenced Adrian to 21 years in prison in 2014. Good. See you, douche. But he got 20. This is where it is. He got 21 years in prison. The dude from last week's. I know. Ugh. This is what makes me mad. Makes me so mad. Okay, so. Well, f- prime example. I, you got to look at it this way. We've talked about this before. If something happened, I, I, I don't even know how to say this because I'd probably be the same way. You'll see a, this thing. Guy goes on killing spree, kills 10 people. Be like, oh, that's a tragedy. Oh, this is that. Oh, this is a bad person. Guy goes on killing spree, kills 10 people, and kicks dog. Yeah. He's got to die. Like, that guy is unbelievable. Like, as soon as you hurt a child. Elderly. Elderly or a dog. Yeah. yeah, Or, yeah, animal in general. Animals in general. Game is on. Don't mess with those people. Nope, better not. I think we all know the name Jean Benet Ramsey. Yes. The beautiful mini queen that went missing Christmas Day. There's a little pageant, mini mini pageant queen. She was so beautiful Um, in 1996. She was found dead only hours later, strangled and bludgeoned to death. Oh. Unbelievable. I, that case still sits with me. To this day, other than suspicions, no one can say who killed her or why. It's hard to believe we're coming up on almost 30 years. We've talked about this before, this case. Yep. We've also talked about you and I being suspicious of her brother. Yes. I saw him on Dr. Phil in, his, in an interview, and it was just... Got a really weird vibe from him. I don't want to like put that out into the universe if, you know, he didn't do anything. No, I agree with you, but it's just one of those, hopefully the universe eventually sorts things out. That's what I hope. I hope though. It's been, it's been so many years now, Yeah, you know, poor little thing. It's unbelievable. It was a, that was such a senseless. Yeah. Just because none of it made actual sense. None of this case made sense from Mm -mm. step one. Everything seemed like it was tampered or touched, moved or manipulated. That's, that's just how I feel. I agree 100%. Do you know what I don't agree with? What's that? So Mark's, Mark has a large bag of um, the original Chex Mix on his desk, which I very much enjoy. Yes. What I don't enjoy is that they brought back the bagel chips. You need to leave. Yes, guys. I know it's actually pronounced bagel. But <laughs> right. All right. Let's get, all right let's, get, let's get right down to brass tacks here. The rye chips are the best. But the bagel chips are pretty darn good, too. They're not bad. I just, they take away from, I feel like they put less of the the, the rye ones in there. Is it rye or pumpernickel? I think they're rye chips. I'm are you positive. sure? I got the bag right here. Why don't Let's you read the says. back of that bad Larry right now? Oh, it's a massive bag, so it doesn't say. Oh, okay. 
This is the big one that you get from, I got this at Costco. Yes. People love, they're like, oh, we're listening to this podcast to hear him crinkling a bag. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've been eating good and plenty this entire time. So. Me too. All I can smell is licorice. I love it. People either love or hate black licorice either. That's I love thing. it. That was such a letdown. I actually got a thing of it the other day and Kristen got all excited and we, we both had some and she's like, this does not taste as good as it used to. It's like very minimal licorice taste and I was kind of let down as well. Really? Yeah. Huh. They let me down. So I didn't know this, but maybe you did. I don't know. Probably not. Charlie Chaplin passed away on Christmas Day, 1977. I did not know that. Me neither. Why did you think I would know that? Just because it's a famous person. I know you, I don't know. I, I don't really know. Kristen much. would probably know that. That's Me, true. Me, not so much. He was surrounded by his family. That's good. Oh, and in 1642 on Christmas Day, Isaac Newton was born. I didn't know that either. I don't even know who that is. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, anyways. So here's one last one, and then we'll get into some more fun stuff before we're done. Oh, right. Okay. So in 1974, Christmas Day, a cyclone came through Darwin, a city in Australia. The storm killed 71 people, destroying 10 buildings, causing millions of dollars in damage. It's crazy. Huh. I know. I didn't know all these things happen on Christmas Day. It's supposed to be like the day of giving. It's so sad. I don't like that. We need to get to some either. funny stuff. Especially around this area in uh, New England. There's been a ton of house fires this last couple of weeks. A, a, Has absolutely there? A ton of them. Yes. Oh, see, I don't like that. And unfortunately, some of them locally have been fatal fires, too. So it's been even worse. But oh, yeah, man. All over the place. I don't like that. All right. Well, let's jump into some more fun right here. Um, okay. So first off. I um, was in the middle of typing this up and I must have touched something with my hand and I didn't want to ask anyone to help me because I thought they would think I was stupid. So it changed the font halfway through. Oh, boy. It's so funny. Do you know how to change the font back after? I don't care. Charity's now typing in cursive font for the rest of her time. (laughs) I love this. Charity's lack of computer knowledge is only rivaled by somebody who's never seen one before. I know, guys. I'm sorry. I'm going to send you something that I want you to play. Uh, Yeah, that sounds weird. All right, here. Okay, this thing right here? Yep. All right, guys. We're going to listen to it, too. Any idea? Should we warn anybody? What is this? Just play it. Okay. Listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. Increase, listen to Mark and Charity on Geese Waters. I'd say it's a hit. That's a number one song right there. That's banging. That came from our crime creep, Lisa Brown. I like that. Right? That great. It was awesome. We got a hit on our hands. Catch it here first. It's going to be top of the charts. Thank you very much for sending that in. Oh, All right. Yes. So I have this I'm going to read. 
And this is from Melissa Yount. I hope I said your last name I, right. I always say Melissa Lee because she has two last names, Lee and Yount. If but I Yount, said it wrong, tell me. Maybe she should call in and actually say it for us so we say, say it correctly. It, yeah, say it for us. Uh, Charges filed. Oh, this is why you sent this to me because I don't usually mistake words. Are you going to? Oh, I yeah. You're going to mess it up. I'm going to mess this up. I get what you're doing here. Yep. Charges filed against man accused of killing, dismembering four okay Malaji men. Yes. I don't know if I said that you right. You definitely didn't. Not that I know, really, though, guys. Okay, this is out of Oklamudgee. Oklahoma. Mm. I love this. You had to do this to me because it's probably going to, it does say this numerous times in here too. <laughs> the person of interest in a murder and dismemberment of four men oh, in Oklahoma has been charged with four counts of first degree murder. This comes after an unsealed court document showed Joseph Lloyd Kennedy, the second 67 years of age confessed to killing the men because he thought they were stealing from him. The Oklamudgee County District Attorney said that there was a lot of moving parts to this investigation. She needed to make sure that the evidence gathered proved beyond a reasonable doubt that Kennedy was guilty of murder. She said that the evidence shows the four men went to Kennedy's scrapyard and that's where they were shot. Joe Kennedy did confess to a girlfriend about the shootings and that he had dismembered the victims, she said. The DA said her office is considering whether or not to seek the death penalty. That decision has yet to be made. Typically, we make that after we have time to sit down with the families. So at this point, we have not made that decision. Kennedy is being held without bond. Wow. All right. So let's discuss a little bit. They're stealing. So yep. they're scumbags. They should be charged and put in jail. You are not the judge, jury, and executioner. That's right. But like I was, I if you wanted to shoot at them and not dismember them, like if they, if you were in fear of your own life, I'm right. okay for that. But why this the seems like to me you went out there, you shot him, and then you dismember him, hoping to get away with it. So you, sir, are a douchebag. That's gross. Um, I have another little. That's only something that happens in Oklahoma. <laughs> this one's pretty bad too. Okay. So this was sent in by Shannon, and Shannon said that we're going to have a ball with her last name. This is her her married last name. It's Craps. I think that's fantastic. Oh, crap is great. Craps. Like, Nothing wh- makes me happy. What about than isn't crap. craps a card game? Yeah. See? Yeah. It's also what happens on the toilet. <laughs> Anyways, so she sent this to me. It says William Slayton, a 35 year old Ohio man, was arrested on felony charges after police found the mutilated corpse of a young female in a barrel on his property. Acting on a tip. All right, about- I got to stop. Can you imagine? Remember in the old time days where we used to have. Put a pin in it because this is good because this is exactly what she wanted because she said she's going to have a field day with a name and I'm going to. She knows her audience. Do you remember when they used to do the wedding announcements? Yes. You are cordially invited to the wedding of the craps. I love that. There we go. That's amazing. You have what you wanted. That's why we have Mark, guys. That's right. Acting on a tip about a body, police officers arrived at Slayton's home at 3221 Yankee Road in Middleton and knocked on the door. They told Slayton about the complaint, but he refused to let them inside. It wasn't long, however, before he was spotted in the backyard. After refusing to let officers in, Slayton went back into his house and quickly ran out back to his cluttered yard. There, officers saw him tossing a barrel over his backyard fence and into his neighbor's yard. Oh, it wasn't on my yard. It was on my yard. It wasn't my yard. It was my neighbor's yard. My neighbor's barrel. My neighbor put that barrel in my backyard. What's in the barrel? 
What's in the box? What's in the box? Middletown police, Scott Reeve said, according to Dayton Daily News, when officers opened the barrel, they discovered a young woman's naked body. Oh, The body was not only naked and stuffed into the steel drum, but it was also mutilated and covered in blowflies. What's a blowfly? I don't know. And that was according to the Cincinnati um, Inquirer. Using dental records, the corpse was later identified by the Butler County Coroner's Office as the remains of oh, 21-year-old uh, Cicely Cornet, a young woman from the Somerville area of Preble County who loved to hunt and fish. Investigators, of course, wanted answers. Slayton, whose criminal record included a conviction for child pornography, told detectives that he found Cornette's body after a night of taking drugs. According to Slayton, he went downstairs after waking up and discovered Cornette hanging in his basement. Rather than call the authorities, however, he decided to mutilate her corpse. Slayton cut off all of Cornette's fingers and removed her tattoos with a razor. Oh, oh my God. God. Do you know what solved this case? Because this guy was already convicted of child pornography. Yep. Well, if we would have never let him out of jail. Yep. Like, come on. That's yep. that's a, that would have saved somebody's life. Yep. He then put the severed fingers and skin into a sealed Tupperware bowl and hid them in his basement. During an interview with police, Slayton allegedly admitted that to to then leaving Cornette's naked body in the basement for several days before he stuffed it into the drum in his cluttered backyard. Unbelievable. When an unnamed woman living in Slayton's home called a relative in Tennessee and shared information with them about Cornette's death, the relative tipped off police. Oh, my God. People are scumbags. This is crazy. There's a whole lot of crazy Oh, I don't know how she there. was hanging naked in my basement. I don't either. Because I did the drugs. I do. I, I am. This guy's a douchebag. Do you know what it is not? What? This word from one of our sponsors. Excellent. And we're back. All right. So I need for the rest of this episode to be fun. Okay? Like, actually fun. Me too, because you're killing me over your smalls. I'm done with the yucky news things, even though thank you so much, Creeps, for, for sending that to us. Okay, are you ready for some stupid criminals sent by the creeps? I always am. Oh, these are so good. So this one was actually sent by two creeps. The same one was sent from Walter Cobb and Morgan White. This is how we know our creeps think alike. Exactly. Uh, We have had many stupid criminals that got themselves in trouble by overusing their social media. Here is another one. (laughs) The Rockdale Sheriff's Office in Georgia posted a list of its top 10 wanted fugitives on their Facebook a not-so-intelligent man named Christopher Spaulding saw the sheriff's post, sheriff's office post and must have felt, you know, left out. He simply wrote, how about me? Oh, my God. In the comment section. It is true Christopher was not on the most wanted list, but he was apparently wanted. Here is the response he received to his comment. You are correct. You have two warrants. We're on the way. Unbelievable. Needless to say, this, as Mark says, genius could have just gone on with his life under the radar if he had not if he had never commented like come on I need that on the button I hit it and it says it three times genius genius genius, genius. well you can make that right I, I could make that. you can change your voice and stuff too yes so this next one was posted in the crime creep group by Tanya Thomas Laprade hopefully I said that right Tanya this I hope you oh didn't. this is right before my font changes <laughs> I don't know why I love that so much but it just makes me happy this happened in Boca Raton, Florida. A 24-year-old man named Daniel Pinedo Patino. All right, that's kind of a cool last name. I like that. He was accused of taking $2,000 out of a friend's wallet after partying like the night before. He attempted to flee in a Lexus. Not sure whose Lexus it was. 
He crashed into more than one car while the police were in pursuit. One of the cars was a cop car, followed by him crashing into a fire hydrant. Daniel then got out of the Lexus and took off on foot into a residential neighborhood. This chase caused such a ruckus. Love that word. Not only the Boca Raton police, but the Delray Beach Department was now involved as well after this one man. Once inside the quiet neighborhood, Daniel slowed down and walked up to the back sliding glass of a woman named Candace Noonan and simply let himself right in. He told Candace he had been landscaping next door and nicely asked her for a glass of cold water. Because, you know, he was really tired from landscaping. I get pretty tired when I landscape. Right? She must have thought he looked really thirsty because she fetched him a glass of water. Upon her return, Daniel, unknown to her, was on her floor playing, Mark, with her cats. I'd be doing that. I mean, a cat lover is a cat lover no matter what. Right? I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Nope. Candace told First Coast News, it was odd, very odd. Candace's husband attempted to question Daniel also. Instead of answering any questions, out the door he went, running from police once again. Daniel dove into the intercoastal waterway trying to get away. Unfortunately for him, there was a police boat in the water able to catch him (laughs) and take him to the Palm Beach County Jail. Daniel now has more than one charge against him. Burglary, three counts of assault, hit and run, and grand theft auto. I love an idiot. But he got to give some unsuspected cat some love. Yeah. So there's always a silver lining in these stories. There is. The kitty's got extra scratches they wouldn't have gotten that day. You got it. Yep. This one was sent in by Morgan White. What's up, Morgan? This happened in Germany, okay? A 72-year-old woman was jailed for suspected attempted manslaughter. What? Dun, dun, dun. What did you, what did she do, you ask? We all want to know, right? Yeah. Well, she was hospitalized and had a roommate at a hospital in the southwestern city of Mannheim. This roommate really annoyed her because she just couldn't be quiet. Yeah, I know that feeling. I mean, don't you hate that when you like, have to be in the hospital and your roommate won't shut up? I mean, it's not, it's really, really, really frustrating sometimes. I would be annoyed. You see, the 79-year-old roommate was on a ventilator. And it was much too noisy for the 72-year-old oh, trying no. to rest on the other side of the curtain. <laughs> this is not going to be it's good. not good. German authorities said the annoyed woman allegedly switched off the roommate's ventilator, not once, but twice. This was noticed by hospital staff immediately as the roommate was unable to breathe without the ventilator. <laughs> After the first time allegedly shutting the machine off, the staff scolded her and told her she could not do that. After the second time, the police were called. The 72-year-old woman found herself in the clink on charge, in charge, on a charge, sorry, of attempted manslaughter. The 79-year-old patient had to be revived. Her life, though, is not in danger, which is good, but she is in intensive care. Whoa, whoa. Talk about being aggressive. Like, how about just asking a nurse to move you to a different room to perhaps ask for some earplugs or something? Have you ever slept in the same bed as somebody who snores? Like, I get, I, I've, I've had thoughts like this before. Uh, but th- they have a ventilator keeping them alive. That's a little much. And this person who snores a lot have lungs, and I love them. But when they're snoring, like sometimes who might you, you think, be talking about Mark. I don't want to say it too loud because she's in the other room. She might be mad at him. No, no, no. She knows she's a snorer. Just whisper it into the microphone. 
Kristen snores. Okay. Liz but don't worry. She'll never hear this because she doesn't listen to the She podcast. doesn't listen. <laughs> We're totally in the clear. <laughs> don't worry, guys. It's in the clear. <laughs> oh, this one was also um, sent by Morgan White. What's up, Morgan? Um, okay, ready. In Florida, the Ocello County Sheriff's Office. Sure, let's go with that. We're having an annual shop with a cop event at a Walmart in St. Cloud. I did see this. Oh, I love it. There were 40 deputies, the forensics team, the community service team, and even Sheriff Marcus Lopez, a suspect named Brad. They only gave the first name, guys. Picked the wrong day to steal from that very Walmart. What an idiot stick. Seriously. Brad was apprehended right away and put into cuffs by the entire police department right there in the store. And all the items he stole were laid out for all to see. The sheriff's office said the attempted stealing by Brad was, quote, a bad idea. Pretty daring. This is a dumbass. Or a genius, because if he could have got away with it, think about that. Okay, this one uh, was sent to me, sent to us, sorry, by Shannon Kreps again. A 31-year-old man named Larendrick Macklin thought he would have no problem breaking into a southwest Decatur, Alabama home. After all, he was armed with a pistol. The home was said to be his ex-girlfriend, but that cannot be confirmed. The woman, whatever the relationship, wasn't scared and definitely wasn't having any of it. When Larendrick... Sorry, broke into the apartment. The woman was startled and didn't have time to go grab her own gun that she had. So she grabbed the closest thing to her, the boiling grease she had been using to cook. She grabbed the pot of scolding grease and with no hesitation threw it at LaRon Dick's. I want to say LaRon Dick because he's a dick, but it's Drick. LaRon Dick's face. Sorry, guys. Here, there's a picture, and let's just say, boy, did that grease do some damage. It stopped him from attacking long enough for the police to come and arrest him. He was sent to the hospital for treatment, then off to jail, being charged with felony charges of first-degree domestic violence and burglary. I love this. Guys, he's going to have scars. Like it, we, If you Google this in the Google machine. The Google? You will see his face, and he his mugshot does not look good. She was not playing. All right, I want to let everybody know that you got to have a very Merry Christmas. Yes, or happy holidays of any sort, whatever you may celebrate as well. Yep, also a very Merry Christmas, Yes, like I said. Yep. And so this is from something that I found online that I wanted to share with you guys. This okay. is from crime writer Sue Coletta. Okay. Are you ready? I am so ready. This is 100% not mine. This was written by her. Okay. But I think our crime queens will love this. Are I, you ready? I am so ready. Twas the night before Christmas when all through the house, not a corpse was breathing, not even their spouse. Nylon stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that the cops would not find them there. The live victims were all nestled snug in their restraints while visions of mayhem snuffed out their complaints. My old man in his bandana and I in my cap had just settled in for a quick night, quick nightly nap. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window I flew with a dash, tore open the curtains, and hid the drug stash. The moon on the breast of the new-fallen snow gave a luster of midday to the figure below. 
when what to my wondering eyes did appear, but a swirling lit cruiser pulled a plastic reindeer with a rickety old driver so slow, not so quick. I knew in a moment he'd never catch Nick. He slogged through the snow toward our doorway. He came and he whistled and shouted and called us strange names. Now Dasher, now Dancer, now Prancer and Vixen. On Comet, on Cupid, on Donner and Blitzen. To the top of the porch, to the top of the wall. Now dash away, dash away, dash away all. As the leaves that blew, the storm hit. When he met an obstacle, our pit bull named Kit. <laughs> so up on the housetop, a cop climbed the ladder with no warrant or remorse. He had it all gratis. And then in a twinkling, I heard on the roof, the prancing and pawning, he was dancing in hoofs. As I drew my head and turning around, down the chimney, the cop came with a thundering bound. He was dressed in all blue from his head to his foot, and his clothes were all singed with ashes and soot. A bundle of pop brownies he had flung on his back, and he looked like a junkie, just opened his sack. His eyes, how they twinkled. His dimples, how merry. His cheeks were like roses. His nose, like a berry. His drool so little, snarled up with a grin. In the squint to one eye, he drank all of our gin. Oh. The stump of a cigar he held tight in buck teeth, and the smoke it encircled his head like a wreath. He had a broad face and not much of a belly that barely moved when he laughed. Like a jar with no jelly, he was cheerful and glee and right jolly old cop. And I laughed when I saw him. He looked like Nick's pop. A winkle in his eye and a twist to his head soon gave me know that I had nothing to dread. He spoke not a word but went straight to his work and stole all the nylons, turned with a jerk and laying a finger aside of his nose and giving a nod into the fire he dove. I sprang forward to save him, then stopped, reconsidered. How much would they pay for a cop's body delivered? Now I heard Nick exclaim, E, he drove it out the lot. You'll get us both busted, rightfully caught. Quiet, I told him, but the moment was too late, for he'd vanished so much for that date. Back in the bed I climbed, the mattress now ample, and sprinkled the pillows with the remaining drug samples. When I drew my last breath before my eyelids did flutter, I mumbled Merry Christmas to all. May your nights make you shudder. Ooh, that was good. Good job on writing that. I think I, I muffed a few words here and there, but That's you get it. the gist of it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Happy Kwanzaa, if that's a thing. I don't know if that's happening this time of year. I don't know. Happy anything you celebrate. We're so happy to have another year in the books here on Case Watch with yes, all are. of you crime groups. We love you. We've grown into a huge family. Have a great time. Enjoy some time with your family. We're going to take a week off. We'll see you after the first of the year. See you next year, guys. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.